How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Eucalypt Speed Test Intelligence Data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. It's that time of year. Cash the ticket. Jim Costa with Mike Valeni. We shift the focus from football to college hoops. Getting us ready for the tournament where we're going to break down all the matchups and have an eye on some future plays too. Search Cash the Ticket on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. The Parkins and Spiegel Show. If y'all ready, give me a hell yeah. Oh, hell yeah. Oh, look at this coach, guy. Coach Dave, Dave Wanstead is here. He's We're paying in- up a bet. How about that? A bottle of Chiefs red. in the over. Sweet berry wine. <laughs> wine was invented by the Romans for orgies. And orgies are not too much fun if no one wants to do with you. It's like I know a little something about football, Dave. Oh, there he is. Yeah, Coach. a little something. Thanks for paying off the bet. A Simi Cab Sog. What year? 2019. I'm on it. Yeah, let me know. Okay. Let me know what he spent. <laughs> oh, no, really? He, the man's got simple taste. We know that. Maybe he likes it. Did he say he likes it? He didn't say anything. Okay. He probably, is it 12 bucks? No. Is it 20 bucks? Sometimes. Maybe it drinks like something much more expensive. It could. It could. Did he bring in a less than $20 bottle of red? He, he brought in a $20 bottle of red. Try the wine. Very good brand, sir. Very good. Cover, sir. Smells nice, too. Maybe at 25 depending on where you go. You ever have a great Valpolicella Ripasso? No. Where <laughs> I don't even know what that is. It's an Italian wine. So uh, 20, 20 to 25, that's that's fine. Well, I would say it was fine. <laughs> Guy's got an estate in Naples. But yeah, I, I am disappointed. <laughs> I'm sure it's delicious. Thank you for the bottle of red, Dave. You really splurged on this $20 bottle. Yes, well, uh, you know. do you like that wine, Coach? Do you know it? I, I don't even know what it is. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Unless you care for another bottle of Chateau too. Uh, yes, but no more 1966. Let's splurge. Bring us some fresh wine. The freshest you've got this year. No more of this old stuff. Oui, monsieur. He doesn't realize he's dealing with sophisticated people here. One, two, three. And here we go, Jim. Here we go. Here we go, Jim. Here we go, Tony. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. Afternoons from 2 to 6 on 670 The Score in Odyssey Station. Yeah, our um, our boy, Mr. Parkins, was uh, none too pleased at the quality of paying off the gift. And some people were texting in yesterday, Marshall Harris, saying like, you know, don't look a gift horse in the mouth, man. Or like, it's, it's not a gift. He's paying off a bet. So it's different, right? Was, was there Were there specifications on what? Bottle, yeah, so like, wine, you got to know, know what you're dealing with. You know, sometimes you got to know. Who you're betting? Yeah. Yeah, man. Like, as a guy who makes, like, what we call penny bets all the time. You do? Yeah, like, with, at, with, with, around the office. I, I, you're, you know what? We haven't done it, like, at my new job. But, like, when I was working in Philly, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yo, we've just bet on everything. Well, like, well tell me. By the way, we're going to talk to Mark Grody in a matter of moments from the NFL Combine with wide receivers talking about themselves and talking about Justin Fields. We'll do that in, in just a moment. But so, when you... You work at a sports office where everything is about sports. Yeah. And everything becomes a game. Yeah, right? everything's a game. And and so you're like I'm familiar with it the could dynamic. be it could be just like I bet he walks. <laughs> I bet like 
I bet the next bet. This is like live betting that we have on our apps now, but yeah, like yeah, yeah. in real time. And we just be like, man, I bet you a Chick Fil A sandwich that, and just it's just stupid stuff. I know. You know, I, I I had so much fun. I've only done it a couple of times, but did it for Super Bowl a while back, where everybody comes in, you give them get twenty bucks, you get twenty poker chips, and you just walk around betting with anybody in the room about absolutely anything, and then you cash out. Yeah, at the end of the night, I love cash that. Out. We did we did a lot with the um the the slips the straw like pulling straws or whatever like you names that hat who's the first guy to get a hit tonight uh-huh. and you would just pull it and you know yeah 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 NBC Sports Philadelphia did not smile upon this they did when, they, not. when they learned when the authorities learned about it I, I, my my favorite bet that I had on the Super Bowl this year and I realized why and I need to find a way to do this more it was team gambling you know how craps feels like communal gambling like you're all standing around the table like come on everybody because somebody wins you all win right I, I bet a hundred dollars on a kick return for a touchdown, either a kick return or a punt return, any, any team, anybody, right. anything, and it, it was like twenty-one to one odds on Fanduel. So I was looking at at twenty-one hundred bucks if I if I hit that right. And I told the room that I was going to take care of everybody a little bit. So now everybody's on board. Every kick, every kick is an event. Let's go, <laughs> let's go. And when Kadarius Tony got down and brought that close. The room was up for grabs, Marshall Harris. It's kind of like when Mark Grody enters a room. And the room goes up for grabs. Mark Grody joins us on the Circa Resort and Casino Hotline. Circa Resort Casino in Las Vegas, home of the world's largest sports book. Grody, Moby Ditka, how you doing down there in Indy, sir? I'm doing well. You should see me when I walk into an NFL combine in Indianapolis. Just the reaction. The room just lights up. Like, literally, the brightness factor goes up. So Of course that- it does. That's what I. That's what I try to do. One thing we've barely talked about. This he brings light is, into a room. Mm-hmm. He lights up a room. He's not. A, he's not a stranger anywhere in the world. As a matter of fact, yeah, who was it? Robin Ventura yes! that originally yes! lit up a room. Or, yeah, Oral Hershiser, big fan of Robin Ventura. Exactly. Yeah, I mean, my God, so gregarious and just, just full of life and personality he's that not, Robin Ventura. He's not a stranger anywhere in the world. Um, uh, no. Yes. Let, let's talk wide receivers, gentlemen. Um, and one of the guys at the, the very top of most people's boards in terms of the wide receiver position is TCU wideout Quinton Johnston. And, of course, we had to ask him if he would want to play with Justin Fields. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure, uh, for sure. Obviously, you know, you know, one of the younger guys in the league. I kind of, I kind of tend to tend to gravitate towards the young, younger guys in the league. Um, very, very versatile for sure. Very athletic. Uh, good, good uh, on the run and in the air. Uh, that's that's for sure something I'm, you know, obviously used to. Um, I've, I've had a running quarterback since high school, so uh, for sure, for sure, I see myself fit there. You know, very well. You think you could help take his game? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, for sure. I, I mean, like, I feel like, I feel like, you know. If I were to go, I'm going. I'm going there day one. You know, trying to lock in with them. You know, on the plays, uh, we getting routes. You know, you know, as soon as I touch down, because as me, I'm going in as a sponge initially. You know, you know, just kind of soak everything up, get as much information as I can, and then as soon as it starts clicking in, um, you know, you know, you know, I'm there to ch- uh, challenge everybody. What player do you try to emulate? Have you ever looked up to any guys in the NFL? Oh yeah, yeah, for sure, uh, for sure. I feel like a uh, player I've been watching since, since I came into college, Devontae Adams. Just his, <laughs> just his uh, elusiveness uh, off the line. Um, you know, you know, obviously everybody's seen his ability to break routes off, you know, different ways is something that that's always been, you know, um, you know, something uh, cool for me to watch. Well, that's a cool comp, um, and I like what he had to say about breaking off the routes 
and his elusiveness off the line. Because Devontae, I've heard it said, is one of the only wide receivers in the NFL. He gets open with his feet. Like his footwork is just so good. All of a sudden he's open because the footwork is that good. Um, Grody, you've been trying to figure out if Quentin Johnston is like a real big-time, legit, stud, number one wide receiver or if he's just the best in this group. I think it's the latter. I, I do think he's very talented. I think he's going to be a good pro. But I do think that there is, like, in that category, there isn't that obvious wide receiver. I mean, I think a lot of people are like, who who are the top wide receivers? And, you know, it's, it, there are debates on who the top guy is. But, I mean, most people and it probably go with Quinton Johnson by default. But let, let's say, I mean, this guy, he's 6'4", 216, um, you know, 60 catches over 1,000 yards and six TDs last year. So he's, he's a big body guy. Um, you know, one of the the criticisms of him, which he took exception to today, is that he is he is a, a body catcher a lot of the times as opposed to using his hands. Um, I think that, you know, when you have a big wide receiver as well, um, you know, some people worry about some of the route running and the twitch and the ability to make the cut. So those are the only criticisms that have come in about him. But, you know, it, he's, he's got it all in terms of, of some of the raw materials to be a really good receiver in the National Football League. I think what most of us are worried about, Mark, is just how much help can you get in the draft knowing they have so many different holes? How much help can you get draft-wise at receiver? Who's going to be there when it's their turn to pick and they're not picking some of the other areas of need? Uh, yeah. how, how do you kind of sort that out as, I mean, they, this this is such a just pivotal moment for Ryan Poles, not just in his Bears career, but just in his in his life. Yeah. No, there's no doubt about it. And it's such a good question, too, about the wide receiver position because really the, the, the Chase Claypool thing this year, he did not have a good year. And, you know, they give up a, a lot, a second-round pick to get him. If he had just shown some glimmer, Chase Claypool, or was on the right path, or sort of you were starting to see what obviously Ryan Pohl sees in him, this would not have been as much of an issue. And, and, part, and a big reason that Justin Poles or Justin Poles, Ryan Poles <laughs> made that move is because there isn't the obvious dominating wide receiver in the draft or even in free agency. So, I mean, the, the hope is is that Claypool will be good. We know that Darnell Mooney is good, albeit injury-prone with that, with that frame. So now you, know, you, you obviously still need some big weapons, but there are guys on your team now that you also need uh, to produce. Uh, Mark, so many quarterbacks have been succeeding with a guy that they played with in college, whether it's Jamar Chase and Joe Burrow or – you know, uh, Devontae Smith and Jalen Hurts um, or was it Jalen Waddell and Tua Tungavailoa. There's three. So what can Ohio State offer Justin Fields? Yes, this year's Ohio State uh, wide receiver on the board is Jackson Smith in Jigba. And right off the bat, I don't think that this guy is going to end up being a bear. He played in just three games in 2022 because of his hamstring. Now, in the year before that, he had he had a 1,600-yard season. So the talent with this guy is real. But I just don't think that that's the kind of chance that Ryan Poles at this point can afford to take. Now, the interesting part was from Jackson Smith and Jigbutt today, he was asked, 
What do you say to people who think that Justin Fields is one-dimensional quarterback? I wouldn't think they're very smart. Uh, I would think they should do some more research, more film watching, more something. Do do something different. Do that. Yeah, he's whatever you need him to be. He's a great passer. Um, he, you know, has a great arm, great eyes, great vision. Uh, reads the defense very well. So, yeah, you know, critics, you know, you know how it is. <laughs> wow. You know how it is. Yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah. We we know how it is. All right. Yeah, we do. Yeah. Uh, so, it, 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 so why don't you think he's going to be a bear? Well, I, I think because of the injury factor. Um, I mean, having just—it really comes down to that—that that he only played in the three games last year, and I know what he did the previous year, and you know, and he—he he had the—that was the year. I think that was the year that he had the the three hundred three hundred fifty yards about in the Rose Bowl, which was an Ohio State record, and that's definitely saying something. But I don't know. I mean, I'll ask you guys if you're Ryan Poles. And you got a guy who, you know, essentially missed a whole season, says he's healthy now. Do you you take that chance? Do you you roll those dice? Or do you think it's too obvious to not do it just because the Bears are in such desperate need of slam dunks? Uh, I I think it depends on when and where. Like, that's... That that's kind of the situation. I, I the way I'm looking at the situation, they need they do need slam dunks, right? Um, but you got to take smart risks. So it's I'm torn between them. I mean, it's yeah. I, I people say like Ryan Poles is in the best position as a GM where you want to be when you're starting with a new team. Yeah, number one overall quarterback, uh, or number one overall pick, pick, a quarterback he likes already, and a hundred million dollars in cap space. Yeah, 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 I. I don't know that I would shrink from that pressure. I guess because I'm not an NFL GM, I just I love criticizing way more than I love having to be in the position to make the picks. Uh-huh. If, that, if that makes sense. Of course it does. Oh yeah, no, and, <laughs> that's but, what we're but, doing all week long here, Marshall. But, but Mark, <laughs> here's the thing: we, we've been talking about the fact that he likes his quarterback. His quarterback is not yet to fruition, if you will, in Justin yeah, Fields. So the right. question the question remains: I Bryce Young, man, is 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 this a real? possibility for the bears i mean that's it's crazy right yeah i'd say doubtful unless i mean i mean ryan pole said it it's very easy to keep him honest on that if, if somebody blows him away he'll he'll pivot and I, I don't know that bryce young will have the ability to do that um you know we'll find out when he does his his running and his throwing and his drills and all of that uh but i did ask bryce young today um, would you, Bryce Young, be surprised if the Bears did select you at number one overall? Um, you know, again, I feel like, I, you know, I don't know what's going to happen. Um, obviously, we don't get to choose. So, um, again, I, I, don't, I don't know what's I'd, – I'd be surprised either way. I'm, I'm, I'm just happy to be here, honestly. Um, you know, I'm, uh, again, it's an honor for me um, to, to be able to be selected by whatever team it is that, that takes a chance on me. So, whoever it was at, at whatever position, um, I'm just happy to, to get that chance at the next level. So Bryce Young uh, checks a ton of boxes. The only stuff that we've heard is that most teams wish he was three inches taller and like 15, 20 pounds. Yeah. yeah, He's listed speaks. He's listed right now at six feet. um, This is before the measurables, which I'll get to at the combine before we came in here, six feet, one ninety four at Ohio state. He told us today that he grew three inches. No, that he actually has put on some pounds. He put on, he says he's right around 200 mm. now. And that's the thing. Everybody's worried about the battering that he'll take. Now he will be officially measured and weighed 
tomorrow. And the popular opinion is is that 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 six feet flat might turn into five ten or five eleven <laughs> tomorrow. So, so <laughs> that's just, what people are saying. I, I was just like, is Paul say he has to be blown away, or he just wants to make his quarterbacks not make sure his quarterbacks not blown away because he's too light? I, I, that's, <laughs> yeah, that's, does he want to have to endure that? I love that. I mean, I love that Bryce Young talked about his uh, his size today. He had to answer to it, of course. Again, I, I've been this size, uh, you know, respectfully my my whole life. I've been this size respectfully <laughs> my whole life. That's a man child. It's, that's inaccurate. That is inaccurate. Uh, yeah, I, I, I believe, so, I, right? Maybe since he was 14, though. Uh, well, I don't know, but I think like most of us, he started a lot smaller. A lot smaller. And, <laughs> and then kind of slowly built up to where he is right now. Uh, Maturation you know? is a process. Yeah. Uh, I, I put that quote on, on Twitter this morning as well, and I had some doozy responses like, man, feel bad for his mother to give birth to a six-foot child. Yes, it, it, it reminds me of one of my favorite all-time moments in the history of the radio station, which does not exist in audio form, but God knows I wish it did. When Antonio Alfonseca, the pitcher for the Cubs, who had six, oh, yeah. he had six fingers on each hand, was asked by Jesse Rogers. Yes, that Jesse Rogers, who at the time was a producer and part-time host. Jesse said, he said, how long have you had six fingers no, on, he didn't. On, on each hand? And Antonio yeah, Alfonseca paused and said, all my life. Um, that was a real question? Yeah. So I think Jesse was under the, the impression that he either had surgery to add them on or that they suddenly sprouted sometime I during his adolescence. I can't. I, I don't know. I've I don't know what size, to say to uh, you. Know, respectfully, my, my whole life. So, yeah, Bryce. Well, I've thought, I've thought about the Alfonseca thing yeah. through the years. And I thought to myself, you know, like you wake up as you get older and you look in the mirror. Oh, man. Yeah, there's a little gray hair right there. Oh, I look at him. I'm losing a few hairs off my head. <laughs> what if you woke up and you, you started to have a little extra finger? You're like, what the hell? What the <laughs> hell is going on here? That is a well, wild little... question. Yeah. I'm just processing oh, what yeah. was asked. Yeah, it's a, it's a tough moment. That would I don't know. I don't know if I'd like that or if I'd be freaked out by it. Like, what is that? I'm yeah. throwing another finger. How about that? Crap. What, That's what, what, are, what are the options that I could do? <laughs> What are the options? <laughs> right? Maybe I could become a big league pitcher. Think of the grips yeah. that you could have. Yeah, right. Or do I need to get this thing clipped? I don't know. <laughs> oh, God. That's horrifying. <laughs> um, uh, all right. So, uh, you know, we don't know a lot about, or we haven't heard a lot about, Anthony Richardson, the other quarterback who's, who's thought to be like the fourth guy, but he still might go in the top ten. But he also could go higher than some of these guys. Like, There's a lot of time for this to play out. He might, even, he might go top five. We don't know. And, and, and what did you learn today about Anthony Richardson? Yeah, I mean, people are telling me that they'd be surprised if he you know, wasn't gone in the top ten. He's a quarterback with a, with a ton of potential. And another person told me, too, that, you know, when Ryan Poles were talking about, you know, being blown away, that's the type of guy. That's the type of guy that could blow away some GMs throughout this this week or throughout the workout process because of the possibilities. 6'4", 232, models his, uh, models his game – um, off of of Cam and what she will tell you about right here, 
Um, and he, here's, here's a cut of him talking about just about everything. Anthony Richardson, the Florida quarterback. I want to be a legend. You know, I want to be like Patrick Mahomes. I want to be like Tom Brady. I, I want to be one of the greats. You know, I will be one of the greats, you know, because I'm willing to work that hard and, and, and get to that point. So uh, to answer the question, you know, I feel like I'm going to be one of the greats in the, in the next few years. A lot of people say I'm immature, you know, because I'm only 20 years old. But, you know, I, I had to grow up early in life. You know, um, I had to raise my younger brother when my mom was working two to three jobs every year. You know, so a lot of people don't know my situation. They don't know my story, and, and that's why I'm here, you know, to tell my story and let people know who I am. Uh, growing up, it was always Cam Newton for me. Uh, but then when I got to high school, just seeing how dynamic Lamar was, uh, I tried to implement both of those guys uh, in my life. And uh, I started calling myself Cam Jackson in 11th grade, you know, <laughs> trying to make big plays, you know, so uh, just Cam Newton and, and Lamar Jackson. Do you have any plans for what you might do for your mom with one of your first NFL paychecks? You know, my mom, she doesn't want me to do anything for her, you know, because she said it, it was it was her job as a mother to take care of me the way she did. You know, and I'm definitely thankful for her, and I love her. And y'all about to make me cry up here. But, um, you know, I'm definitely take care of my mom. You know, whatever she wants, she can have it. You know, um, I, I don't plan on, you know, I don't have anything in mind, but whatever she wants, and she, and she said, you know, she just called my name, and I got it. Man, you guys out there trying to make Cam Jackson cry that's hilarious yeah, right, yeah. yeah. I, I like cam jackson <laughs> oh yeah man. that's, that's yeah. pretty cool combined combine Self-pro- self-proclaimed yeah, yeah. I, you know it's i I, th- I realized where i bet he's gonna go and i could be wrong bring it what do you got it's a draft and stash for seattle who's openly talking about taking a quarterback while they still play geno smith Mm-hmm. You know, oh, yeah, that yeah, no, that's, a, that's right? an absolute possibility. I mean, 20, be a, 20 years old, a really good scenario. That'd be a good scenario for him. Right. You know? He's a, he's a 20, 20 year old kid who's got a lot to learn. And, uh, but they, they bring him in there and Gino is a great dude who has been through the wars and yep. will, will understand what his role is as the, the player, but also the mentor and is, oh, yeah. seemed to be a very, a very stable guy. And Seattle's got a couple of picks. You got a couple of picks. Yeah, in yeah. Time. I mean, and Geno Smith, big time college player who played in New York. So you know, you can definitely look at a guy like him and say, yeah, this would be a great mentor because that's what it feels like he needs. One of the things that I didn't play in this cut is he was asked about the fact, the idea, the perception that he might be a project. He did not take well to that. He he likes the idea of hitting the ground running. I guess who wouldn't? But I do think that you're right, that there probably are some, I like Seattle, some ideal situations where somebody like that sits back and watches. Unless he just, like I said, unless he just starts blowing guys away and he becomes irresistible to some of these GMs. Uh, Mark, you tweeted something about a reporter skirmish. What what <laughs> happened, sir? Oh man, it was hilarious. It really was. It was during the it was during the Bryce Young um, presser today, and it, which was at eight o'clock. And this is the first thing, and you know, so everybody's just getting going. It's morning. You might be a little crabby. There's literally like seventy five reporters around the podium. Everybody's jockeying for position. So you know that kind of sets the stage of of that the very serious reporter mode that everybody's in. So so this one guy starts asking a question, and his question was literally went on for like two minutes, and and he's doing this this thing like you did this, and you had you know sixteen hundred yards this year. Like he's going on and on and on. Finally, another reporter. Just yells out, ask the damn question. And That's tough. <laughs> tough. And, 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 oh, and, man. And, 
and 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 the the guy was disregarding it. He, he kept on going on and on and on. Wow. Finally, finally asks his question, <laughs> and then and then when it's when it's over, when it's over, another guy interlopes, and he was like, "Yo, he's like, he's like, hey man, anybody, you shouldn't be yelling at this guy for asking a question. Everybody's entitled to ask whatever question they want." And then the other guy said, "No, there's too many people here. That's not a good question." And then it turned into this like journalistic debate. Oh no. <laughs> Wow, I I didn't know I didn't know that Parkins made the trip. That's <laughs> wow, shots fired. Parkins would say, Parkins, would say, I, I don't even know why to hold this event. I mean, it's really stupid. I mean, the whole thing's dumb. I mean, I mean, these reporters don't need to even be here. They just watch the thing on TV. They just watch it on TV. That's exactly yeah, yeah, right. Exactly next right. year, I mean, Parkins is going to ruin the NFL. No, combat. no, he would go just for the journalistic debate. But wait, is, is, what, is what I'm thinking. There was no physical confrontation, correct? No one, no, no, no one put hands it, on it, anyone, right? It, it just got heated. It almost it became Marshall. It became kind of a philosophical debate at the oh, end. At first, it was a little yes. yelly. Then it became like you know, no, that's not how you do it. There's people here that want to ask questions. This guy's you know, given given the intuitive background. Yeah, question. Oh, it really oh, was like I, I will say this: it was wasn't the time or time or place for a, a two minute setup to a question just because everybody is in there. And it's it's the probably the toughest like in terms of the media circuit is the yeah. toughest place to ask questions because of the sheer amount of people. And this guy's going on. He, he, he gets a question and mm-hmm. then he takes two minutes to ask the question. All right. Well, so 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 what else is going on? Because we're here until yes. Sunday. I haven't missed the arm measurements for the tackles. Right. I'm like, I, I don't think you have the the. The offensive linemen go tomorrow, yeah. um, so that's happening. Running backs will go tomorrow as well. So those are the two big ones. You know, the whole the whole event goes through the weekend. Uh, but yeah, O lineman tomorrow that, that'll be a big day. I mean, that's yeah. obviously a, a big time position of interest for the Bears. As I've said about the offensive line, any chance I get, there's really not a person on that entire offensive line who I'd say is 100 percent secure. There's some guys I like. I mean, I like what Tevin Jenkins did last year. I like Cody White here on that team. It was cool that Braxton Jones played in every game last year, but there's not one guy on there who you look at and say, oh, yeah, that, that guy's locked in for the next seven to, to eight years on this Bears team. Yep. Um, yeah, a couple other things here. I know you guys got a roll, but uh, BCU wide receiver Zay Flowers um, said that he got the golf treatment from Ryan Poles, went in there, played a little miniature golf. He seemed ah. to like that. He, ah. he brought that up today. Um, yeah, they have their little setup in there. And Poles, too. Ryan Poles is a BCU grad. So I keep Zay Flowers in mind with the bears just because of of that um and that's it that's okay. it that's all i have thank, yeah. thank you so much Groats. great work all week long appreciate you thanks guys enjoy the rest of your show all right that is mark grody uh, joining us right here on 670 the score as he is wont to do hey we'll take in your questions for one last thing text him twitch him and leo our first and our only leo We'll gather the questions and ask them to us, probably with the help of Chris Tannehill. You know, but yeah, yeah maybe. We got to get a question first. That okay. Would help. All right. So text in your questions for one last thing for me or Marshall Harris or really any of us on 670 The Score. When we come back, uh, just a moment, 
of why why if you why? have t-mobile 5g home internet you might be hearing this why a lot why every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours why why because your network gives priority to cell phone users why, why? good question why not switch to cox internet with two times faster download speeds than t-mobile 5g home internet during peak hours okay stop the whys and visit cox.com 5g home for details t-mobile prioritizes certain t-mobile phone users over home internet users during times of congestion Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, Christina Perry. At the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com. This, you need to hear it, bedfellows and moral bankruptcy. <laughs> and I would argue murder crossing over on social media. That's next on oh, 670 man. The Score. Hey, Twitter world, yours truly. Um, I can't get, uh, I, I, I can't get enough of the Murdoch family. I love that Alex Murdoch has been found guilty and will spend the rest of his life in prison. It's a little late with no with no murder weapon. Yeah, I, I, dude, that that man, they, they killed a lot of people. There, there was there's a lot that has gone on. That that Netflix series, man, that three part Netflix series. No, time, I haven't seen that. Oh, I haven't yeah, seen that. Yet. You gotta see it. You gotta see it. Hundred percent guilty. Thousand percent. I, I, how, however many percents you have, <laughs> that's how guilty that mf'er is. Okay, so uh, I'm glad he got sentenced. And found guilty and is going to prison for the rest of his life. I sense a butt coming on. There's no butt. What I didn't realize is that O.J. Simpson had weighed in on it. A, a fellow, a bedfellow in moral bankruptcy, O.J. Simpson had thoughts on Alex Murdoch. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. Well, a whole lot of people are asking me what I think about this uh, Alex Murdoch trial. <laughs> I don't know why they think I'm an expert <laughs> on it, but... Um, hold on a second. Hold on. Let's just pause a, there. Yeah. Let's just pause. I don't know why they think I'm an expert on it. I know why, Juice. Why, I know why. Why, Matt? Because you, you killed your wife and a waiter and got away with it. And this guy killed his, his wife and his son. So people think you might have a thought, Juice. Do you get that? Yeah, it's... Oh, my God, dude. I... You're taking me back to when OJ was found not guilty, and like I was, I remember I was in high school, and like at, it was a thing. It was like a thing. Uh, oh yeah, yeah. Oh, I know. And I know. I, I I was upset that, you know, that the Knicks and the Rockets got preempted. Oh, the oh, I remember that. June seventeenth, nineteen ninety four. I remember that. But yeah, the whole thing is crazy. Um. I'm not. Uh, I, I know what happened in the Murdoch trial, but I, I haven't seen the documentary. Oh, okay. Well, o, OJ will fill you in on yeah. some of the other stuff. <laughs> he's going to go to jail. He's going to go to jail for all the money he stole. I'm curious there because uh, I got nine to thirty three years. Thirty three years because I caught some guys trying to sell my stolen property, and I yelled at them. Even they didn't think I should go to jail, and the judge gave me this Jackie Glass gave me nine to thirty three years. So I'm trying to see what this guy is going to get. I was uh, up there with guys who had robbed casinos and robbed banks 
uh, two or three times, and they were they had half the time or a third of the time that I got. So I'm always curious to see what kind of time these guys get for stealing millions of dollars when I caught guys stealing my stolen property, the state of California, after I was convicted, ruled it was my property, and they gave it to me, so I have it now. So how do you go to jail for catching guys who are trying to sell your stolen property? Well, nevertheless, I do think this guy more than likely did it. But once again, more than likely to me uh, is tantamount to reasonable doubt. Uh, it would work against him in a civil trial, but I don't know if it's going to work against him in this criminal trial. Wouldn't surprise me in the least if he beats this. I'm just saying. Take care. I'm trying not to laugh because, like, it's a serious thing. Oh, There's I know. A, but, like, but, it, it, but, but OJ, like, literally giving you his perspective and knowing why it's his perspective. Like, what he said about stealing this stuff, it, all I did was yell at him. He did more than yell at him. Oh, yes, he did. I remember that video and all that. Dude, the fact, the fact that it turned into, I don't know, 60 seconds, 90 seconds of a narcissistic defense of his own crimes with his delusions in full effect. I mean, that's that's chef's kiss right OJ's there. Just, it's, it's <laughs> like, that's O.J. Simpson in a nutshell. That that video and that audio is O.J. Simpson in a nutshell. It, it makes me it makes me think of Lance Armstrong because it's that pathology of like being able to just like, well, sure, I did some bad things. I know Lance didn't do as bad things as OJ did, but Lance did some terrible things. But OJ sounds good, doesn't he? How do you sleep at night, right? Can you live with yourself? And I can. That's Lance Armstrong at the end of his documentary. People ask me, how do I sleep at night? Uh, and he's sleeping, he goes, and I can. But it's he's tell fine. It's telltale because it, it tells you they don't care. It doesn't register. It's not about anything but about how it affects them individually. Correct. It is narcissistic. It is mentally ill. It is sociopathic. There's oh. a lot of people out here like that, yo. Uh, oh, There's a lot of people out here like that. They're like what? What? It, they, they they don't even couldn't spell empathy, let alone tell you what it means. Mm. Hey, Twitter world is me. You are true. But a whole lot of people are asking me what I think about this uh, Alex Murdoch trial. I don't know why they think I'm an expert. <laughs> I don't know why it's they to laugh after. I don't know why they think I'm an expert. <laughs> yeah, what the hell's that laugh about? Like, yo, bro, we we get it. We get it. You do whatever you want. Dude wrote a book called If I if, Did If it. I Did It. If I Did It. If, if I, did, I it. did It. If I Did It. Here's they how They canceled it went the, down. the documentary or whatever based on that, right? That they were, remember they had produced something and they, Fox caught it off at like the last it, second. If only I had some sort of expert who is seemingly obsessed with the OJ's public profile. Tanny? Um, did they, did they oh, are you some? that guy, Tanny? I, I do love OJ's Twitter content. Guilty as charged. Uh, but do you remember that one interview that he did? I, I think they aired it, but he sort of walked the reporter, the person who was asking the interview questions, like, hey, here's what... Like he 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 mentioned some sort of like alter ego. Like here's how this person would have done it. Oh and yeah, he, and he walked through like every step of the process. Yeah, he I went third the person. Name he used though, you know, but it wasn't. He disassociated. Did he, he mention gloves? Did he mention gloves? That's my only <laughs> question. Did, yeah. yeah, he disassociated. Hey, Twitter world is me, oh. yours truly. In any event, it's done. It's over now. <laughs> Down goes Murdoch. I'm just saying. Take oh. care. Oh, that the new one? He updated. Yes, updated version. Yeah. It's over now. Laughing down goes Murdoch. All right. I just love you guys. Thanks to my fans. Twenty twenty three in a nutshell, y'all. It's, it's early, but it's, it's getting late. <laughs> it's getting late. <laughs> that is that is sketchy, man. Hell of a running back, though. 
Really, really darn good running back. Played for my uh, favorite football team growing up. Buffalo Bills? You know it. Yeah. Really? So prefer, I prefer Thermal, but oh yeah, Thur- for, for obvious reasons. Thurman, Thurman was amazing. Yeah. So like, yeah, I mean, I, he, he did great work in the Hertz commercial. The problem is, the problem is that here's why Thurman never reached the heights of OJ. He didn't kill enough people yeah. for me. You know what I mean? Like I need, you want to, you want to get followers on Twitter these days. You got to steal some of your stuff back and defend yourself. And you got you to gotta kill a couple people, apparently. Jeez. I, the, the used to think Sorry, about I know that's publicity dark. used to be like, you know, as long as, you know, you don't get fired or arrested, all publicity is good publicity. But OJ said, I'm good with the getting arrested. And, He's good with the whole thing, man. Yeah, Atten- yeah. Attention is attention. It, I, we're going to answer your questions when we come back. We call Charlie it one last name. thing. Charlie was his name, by the way. The, al- the alter ego, Charlie. Charlie. <laughs> yeah. God. That's, that's frightening. Charlie Chuck. did it. Chucky. I didn't do it. Charlie did it. Uh, man, <laughs> listen. Y'all got I, me in a different mental place I now. know. I want to know who you're thinking about when you said there's a lot of people out here like that, yo. I got it. <laughs> I'm going to talk to Marshall during the break. We answer your questions next to wrap up Parkinson Spiegel on the score. The Parkinson Spiegel Show. It's been a long four hours. Afternoons on the score. Just one more thing, please. I thought you had a clock to punch. I do. I'm leaving right now. It's time for One Last Thing. Let's let someone else ask a couple questions. I just want to ask you. And then we'll come back to you. One question. How about that? Let's let everybody else and we'll come back to you. Ask any question. I just want to ask you. For anyone on the show. Then I can figure out who I want to answer to. I don't need your help with that. I just want to ask you. One question. Does anyone else have another question first? I got a question. All right. I just want to ask you. Thank you. One question. One Last Thing with Parkinson Spiegel on 670 The Score. In the book, the hypothetical is uh, uh, Charlie. Uh, Paul Charlie. <laughs> uh, this guy Charlie shows up. Oh my God, man! Nah. Again, the laugh. Nah. The laugh. Oh yeah. Free as a bird. Leo Stodderher in for Shane Reardon today has plucked your questions from the text lines. And here on one last thing, he will ask them to me and Marshall Harris. What you got, man? All right. So the first question comes from Sean and Charlotte, and this one's for Marshall. He says, if you had a face for radio, which 670 to score host would you want to host a daily show with, excluding Speaks? Hmm. I am. Wait, first of all, I do have a face for radio. That's how I got on this program. Is it not? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay. So who would you want to work with at the station, not me? Okay, so besides you, the only person I've worked with is Gabe, and I, I guess I'll take Gabe because I had an enjoyable time with Mr. Ramirez. Gabe's good fun. Yeah, we were just, we were, we were acting a fool. Is Gabe coming up next, by the way? Yes, I, I believe Gabe is coming up next before Bulls and um, the Phoenix Suns. Gabe and Charlie tonight hosting together. <laughs> <laughs> Hypothetically. So, Charlie. yeah, that's my, that's my answer. I'm sticking to it. All right. The next one is for anybody on the show. It's from a 979 area code, which is in Texas. He asks, oh. what is the best barbecue spot in the Chicago area? Ooh. I don't know that I have an answer to that. You don't have an answer um, yet? I enjoyed my time at, uh, was it County Barbecue? Because they had big wings and it was like ten dollar wings. I, I enjoyed those. I'm trying to make sure that I that I get th- what's what's the place o- over there by. Uh... Sounds like you love it, whatever it is. Yeah, right. <laughs> <laughs> I, I haven't been there in a while. Tanny, you're the barbecue guy. Yeah, Go I, ahead, I, I man. can share mine. Yeah, so Old Irving Park 
Uh, smoke, smoke barbecue. Yeah, yeah, I love it. Oh, like, I've been to smoke. I, yeah. I enjoy smoke as well. Yeah, I've, they've I've, got the best brisket, I think, in the city. Like, I'll smoke a brisket for 18 hours and I'll have a sandwich. And I'm like, you know what? It's still not like smoke barbecue. What, what's, the, what's the one just off Western across the street from the movie theater? In that, Ooh, that little. Fat Willie's? Uh, Fat Willie's. They're not around anymore. Oh! <laughs> yeah. Oh, so as that of, can't as be. About three years ago. That, yeah, see, that's the thing. I, I, I don't seek out barbecue, I must yeah. admit. I'm, I'm that, not that a, my joint. I'm not a brisket guy, but I. I've had the brisket there was good, but I'm just not a brisket guy. Yeah, it's I will. Tough. I, I will say this: Baby Gold Barbecue out in Berwyn at Fitzgerald's. Fitzgerald's just opened Baby Gold Barbecue. That's the one I've had uh, most recently, and I like. Sir, what about you, Leo? Well, if you guys, uh, mine's more in the suburbs. But if you're going out to Midlothian Hog Wild out there, they have a really good brisket. Their pork chops kind of their specialty too. Oh, I like yeah. pork it's chops. It's a little bit out of the way too, but it's uh, if you're ever in the south suburbs, that's where you don't want to go. Love it. Okay. Thank Shout you, out sir. to Real Urban Barbecue too. Oh, Sponsor yeah. for many years. Yes, yes, I yes. miss those drops. <laughs> <laughs> and then uh, the next question is from the 847. says, I just picked up Chinese food from my favorite Chinese restaurant. Um, uh, what is your favorite local Chinese food restaurant and dish? They're yeah. like Ming Hin. Ming Hin is the place. Oh, they Ming like. Hin. Yeah. Uh, Ming Hin is is a very Ming Hin is a very solid Chinese place. Um, they're thankfully now they're all over the city and in the burbs as well, um, and and a Chinatown stalwart. Um, I'll go ahead and give Ming Hin the shout out and say the shrimp dumplings from Ming Hin. Uh, it's just like as a dim sum item, it's basically just like a shrimp inside a starchy dumpling, and it makes me want to. Eat a lot of them. This is really embarrassing. I love the place that's around the corner from me, but I can't think of the name. <laughs> it's, 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 I'll tell you where it is. It's, is, it, it, is it Fat Willie's? It's not Fat <laughs> Willie's because uh, that's defunct. Uh, it's it's a spot that's at uh, 9th and Polk. Wait, no, sorry. Clark and Polk on the corner. I just can't think of the name of it. Yeah. But I what I love there uh, are like dumplings, but I can't remember. I think they were shrimp dumplings. I'm a, yeah. a long time uh, a Chinatown guy. Like uh, Hing Kee has phenomenal soup dumplings and they pull their own noodles. Ooh, soup dumplings sound delicious. Yeah, oh, they're, they're, that's a great. Xiao Long Bu is the uh, name of the item. It's a beautiful morsel. Wow. Thank you. It's a great place called Jess Cafe that's on Belmont near St. Pat's High School. A place by me I just discovered on Cumberland called uh, Hua Mai. Uh, it's just carry out only, but uh, anything there is just awesome. It's right there in Cumberland near like Lawrence-ish. Yeah, Hua Mai. It's good stuff right there. Nice. I'm just getting really too hungry listening to this right oh, now. Oh, yeah. Well, that's Leo choosing food questions. Okay. Sorry, guys. Thanks, You're Leo. good. You got we another got a baseball one? question if you want that. Oh, yeah. yeah. Bring it. Well, this one's uh, for Speaks from the Audio ID Kid. It's regarding the outfielder shift. Could the MLB require the left and right fielders uh, are between the angle created by the foul lines and the line between home the mound and second base extended to set center field. The left field and right field would have to stay in their respective zones. Right, right, right. It's 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 a good thought because we talked about how maybe they demand that one outfielder has to be on either side of center field. But what you're talking about delineating the zones, that's what I was told. Like they have a couple different ways that they might be able to do it if they're going to crack down. And we'll see if they're going to crack down. I don't know if it's going to happen enough, the outfield shift with the Red Sox. I, yeah, because the, the risk is so great. But let me tell you something. I'm interested to see it where you can't have the extra infielder out there. It's instead the the out the outfielders moving around because then if yeah. you, it gets to the outfield, it's over. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, uh, texter Empat just texted and said, why don't you like Twitch, Speaks? Why don't you have people pulling questions off Twitch? I just didn't know if Leo could do questions from Twitch and text at the same time. Oh, I'm sorry, Twitch. We had a couple from Twitch. We just didn't say they were from Twitch. Yeah. But those people that 
Twitch them in. Yeah, they know okay. they were from Twitch. So, so, okay. Let's relax on we, a Friday. We, we, love, we love you, Mob. And, and I, I didn't want to load up Leo with, uh, with too much stuff. He's my first Leo. You know what I mean? You never forget yeah. your first Leo. I, that's what I've been told. Or your first Gemini. If you uh, want they, they'd be trying to forget their first Gemini. <laughs> I tell you that. I can tell you that. Oh, man. Thank you so much to our guest today. Dan Weeder was on the show. Hub Arkish was on the show. Mark Grody was on the show. Leo Stoddaher, a pleasure working with you. Thank you, man. Chris Tadhill does a great job each and every day. Makes us sound better than we actually are. Thank you to Shane Reardon in absentia for still uh, working the show. Setting everything up. We appreciate that. Marshall Harris, a pleasure, man. Thank you so much. Listen, the pleasure was all mine. I Thanks thanks for having me back uh, anytime you need me, and I'm not, you know, doing that other thing I do. Yeah. I, I'm here. That sounds like Wani. We have, said a, we have a good all, time. Wani said he's always available, you know. And I'm always available <laughs> unless I'm doing something. Uh, Which is a great thing to think about, you know. So it sounds available. like you're also yeah. available unless you're doing something. That's, that's basically my life. <laughs> yeah. For Danny Parkins. Charlie. Oh, God. And Charlie. (laughs) I'm Matt Spiegel. Gabe Ramirez is next, and then the Bulls. Hey, you know what I forgot to say? I'm doing Hit and Run on Sunday morning. First baseball show for me of the year. Sunday morning, 9 to noon, right here on The Score. Anything the hell I want to talk about in this two-team town every Sunday morning. I like that. I'm going to tune in. I've listened before. It's a blessing. It's a blessing. So I'll be your Sunday morning Huckleberry starting this Sunday. Have a great weekend, everyone. See you then, and then on Monday on Parkinson Spiegel. Hey, Twitter world, it's me, yours truly. In any event, it's done. It's over now. (laughs) Down goes Murdoch. I'm just saying. Take care. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023. We all agree that reducing carbon emissions is a good thing. And once again, Toyota is leading the way. We hear a lot about fully electric vehicles. And Toyota has them, with more coming in. But we also know a BEV is not for everyone, whether it's because of cost, range, or concern about finding a charging station when you need it. Plus, the raw materials used to manufacture batteries are limited. Enter Beyond Zero, Toyota's vision for a carbon-neutral future, in vehicles and in manufacturing plants, too, in the years ahead. The materials used to make just one long-range battery for an EV could be used to make batteries for six plug-in hybrids or 90 gas-electric hybrids. That's why Toyota's position today is electrified, diversified, empowering you to choose how to reduce your own carbon footprint with the vehicle that's right for you, a hybrid, plug-in hybrid, or battery EV. So shop, learn more, and get details at toyota.com slash beyond zero. Toyota, let's go places. Leading Ladies, a concert in celebration of Women's History Month featuring Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, 
the King's Theater in Brooklyn, New York on Wednesday, March 20th. Tickets are on sale now. You don't want to miss this amazing night of music dedicated to uplifting women's voices. With Kelsey Ballerini, Megan Trainer, L. King, and Christina Perry. Odyssey's Leading Ladies presented by Olay Body. Buy your tickets now at kingstheater.com.